Shut up and sit down. Thank you for listening to the Korean Movie Review. This is our first ever Korean movie classic, where we'll be reviewing Joint Security Area, directed by Park Chan-wook. Uh, so I want to get right into it. Welcome to our review of Joint Security Area. Welcome to the Korean Movie Review Podcast Classic, because we are reviewing a classic film, not a new one. I am Joe Cabello. I'm Fred Lay. Hey. And here we have our our guest, Greg. Not our guest, but our guest, Greg Smith. Hey, everyone. My name is Guest Smith. Thanks for having me. Guest Smith over here. And uh, Guest Smith, uh, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Sure thing. I am a... Comedy writer and performer and musician, and I have often been a fan of South Korean cinema. I studied it in college a little bit, and uh, I like having fun, and we have gummy bears on the table. This isn't a dating profile. I'm sorry, what? This isn't a dating profile. So I guess like my my turnoffs include judgmental people. (laughs) This is the first ever classical Korean movie review because... uh, we invited Greg to not just watch a movie at the CGV Cinemas as we typically do, but um, he actually told us about a movie that we should watch, and we watched it together without him even having seen it before ever. So Yeah, um, and I'd say he's our first guest who uh, is a fan of Korea, like an active uh-oh. fan of Korean movies. Oh, that's correct. It sounds like from what you said about yourself. An active fan, as we we've typically been uh, booking retired fans. Very inert fans who just inert. realize that they were over it. They're nor- they're inert. like sleeper cells. They're just yeah. waiting for like the Manchurian Candidate word. Yeah. And suddenly they're maybe like... from North Korea even, but we oh. don't know. We don't know what their affiliations are. But that is kind of the history of this podcast. So this is going to be great having you on here with, especially, a classic film um so do you want to tell everybody what the film was sure we watched a movie called joint security area or G- jsa uh it was kind of the director park chan wook's like breakout movie i think park chan wook with handmaiden love that film i haven't seen handmaiden yet but oh it's uh, great Ooh, it's so good old boy old boy the vengeance trilogy thirst uh he tried to make well, he didn't try to. He did. He made a Hollywood movie called Stoker. I don't know if you guys saw that. I didn't like it that much. No. And what? Snowpiercer? That Snow, was, that was Bong Joon-ho. I believe. That no, was... uh, no. no, Snowpiercer is... No. I was just on his Rotten Tomatoes. Sit down. Him. <laughs> Sit down, man. It had him on it, and it's I was Bong just Joon-ho. on it. I'm pretty sure it's Bong Joon-ho. It's the guy who did All the host right. and shit. And mother. Alright. Are you do you think that they all look alike? Uh, no, I was on the Rotten Tomatoes earlier. On the same and it kind listed of... on it listed uh, Maybe it was person. a producer? Park Chan Maybe, maybe. But guaranteed if you go on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, he is listed. Can we um can we ever recover from this? No. No, the podcast it's... is over. If, if this isn't edited out then uh, you know, you're, this is why you're only, lost. you only have dormant fans. Active fans just fuck everything up. Yeah. So, ISA, never heard of the movie. I haven't. 
Uh, Greg has somewhat heard of it. Or JSA. JSA? Well, That's what, the ISA is. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have gone up. ISA is definitely Bong Joon Ho. I remember watching that movie. <laughs> Will we ever recover? If we did recover from the first, <laughs> the first part, did we ever? Are we going to recover from this? No, but we like no. to start it with a uh, log line. Each person trying to give their chance of saying a log line. A log line. Um, so why don't we give it away to our guest? You can give us a log line that encompasses what someone could expect seeing this film. Yeah, I think my like one sentence sort of elevator pitch log line would be: This is a movie about. Uh, it takes place at the border of North and South Korea. There's a murder of Korean soldiers and a like special investigator, a neutral special investigator is brought to investigate what is the truth of what happened. Pretty tight. That's a pretty tight log line. Uh, Fred, do you want to give yours? Uh, two. All right. Two pairs of uh, North Korean and South Korean uh, high-ranking soldiers in the demilitarized zone, the the DMZ, uh, the DM, Chi. Knock it off. And also, huh? uh, if any people can't see this, but Fred's hands are completely in front of his face, covering the microphone I'm for doing, whatever reason. I'm doing Ninja Turtle hands. All right, there. All right, two pairs of uh, high-ranking North Korean. Stop. All right, two pairs of high-ranking North Korean and South Korean soldiers in the demilitarized zone uh, form a odd friendship, almost cold, cold war-esque mm-hmm. style, and um, it ultimately leads to uh, several of them. Or one between one to three of them getting murdered, uh, of this which is not what a, a special, <laughs> of which a special. No, no, no. It's still one sentence. It's still one line. Of, of which uh, <laughs> well, a special force. No, there's a lot of comments. It's as, lo- it's as long as an actual. There's log. also a lot of uh, double dashes. A seven too. foot log worth of text. Um, and uh, they have to investigate it. Well, okay. And hijinks yeah. ensue. Yeah, I think what kind of what can make this a hard movie to give a, a logline for, and why I think both of yours was so drastically different, mm. isn't just seven shots of sake, but it's also the fact that <laughs> it's all in Korean. This movie does exist in two different parts: uh, the investigation, but then the actual what happened, what mm-hmm. was the all the events leading up to the investigation, and unlike what I might normally see in some type of I guess it's a crime, kind Almost, of the structure of a sort crime of a movie, procedural. procedural crime movie, is I think it spends so much time separately in the events. Like the whole middle of the movie is what happened, you know, what is the story that happened up to when the big criminal event, uh, and instead of like kind of going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth too much. So I think it does feel like, wow, it's this like buddy these yeah. people coming together movie, but it's also this one, uh, I don't know, what would you call her? Uh, 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 I'm not, I don't exactly remember what her job title But it's uh, an investigator. I guess yeah. investigator is the best way to describe her. It's her story, in a way, of being an investigator, mm-hmm. but then also 
these people, these guys, these uh, army guys stories. Mm -hmm. Army guys. Um, so I think it's kind of hard to peg it down after you've seen the movie. Yeah. Those two sections. Yeah, it was almost like, uh, rather than kind of being a whodunit, it was almost kind of like a why it. We sort of... The idea of we need to figure out the truth of this horrible crime was almost ancillary to really diving into the emotional relationship and eventual betrayal between the uh, the central soldiers, which is it was just kind of like the the trampoline that the film jumped off on. Rather but than it, yeah, I feel like that wasn't until after you'd seen their whole story. Yeah, where the okay, we know they got caught by. A North Korean soldier who wasn't part of their little gang of friends. Mm -hmm. And then it goes back to the present time with the investigator. Yeah. And at that point, yeah, you can assume what happened. Even if you assumed incorrectly, you're just like, okay, these guys were all friends, but something went wrong. That's why so many dead bodies were left. There's quite a few combinations of who shot and whatnot, but yeah. you know the emotions I think it. And I think it loses maybe some steam after that. I think we have to take a step back and... Uh really explain like what happened in that movie because oh everything up to this point is going to get cut on the podcast anyway so don't worry no Great. but it is a good point um they, you're just pretty much explaining the last 45 yeah the most important in my up, opinion but up we'll, to the like 50th minute um i'm gonna do try my attempt at a quick wrap of a, of it a um korean swedish were they Swedish? Yeah. Uh, investigator who's totally maybe neutral. Swiss. I thought they were German. Yeah, Swiss. There were some Germans. It's basically just a bunch of neutral countries that come to investigate any crimes between North and South Koreans in the military where, you know, let's not start a war, let's have a, an investigator who's neutral. It's the situation where you don't know if it was a North Koreans dragged some South Koreans from a, a post into their post and kidnapped them, or if the South Koreans had tried to do some secret attack, that's kind of the mystery. What really happened that day? And then you get into actually what happened, and uh, these two South Koreans and two North Koreans became friends and started hanging out and really made each other's lives better, but then they get caught by another North Korean, and then the bullets fly. And... They, uh, the South Koreans really kind of take charge killing everybody except one of the North Koreans, uh, but they still kind of have such a strong bond. Did you say the North Koreans let the bullets fly? And... No, the South Koreans let the bullets fly. Okay. And then the North Korean, one North Korean lived, and then they kind of part and give their stories protecting each other, protecting the friendship, but the South Korean, Koreans are so racked with guilt they kill themselves. Which is a spoiler, but also a fuck off if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the movie. So that's the sound. Or fuck off, off if you haven't even seen this. But is that good enough for you, Fred? Are we fully caught up? Have no. I done enough? I or is that a bunch more of missing? questions. That's alright. I'm going to sit in the cut and let you guys have a. You're going to sit in the what? In the cut. I'm going to sit in the cut. What does that mean? Uh, I'm just going to be in the bag. The cut is like the little cutty up, you know, like a little bit away from everybody or the path less traveled. Not really in a spiritual way. But Are you saying cuts or cud? Cut. Like the cut seat. Ah, it doesn't matter. The cut. The shortcut. The cut. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyways, this part I'll get to edit it out. 
We promise every week that there's several parts that will get cut out, and they never do get cut yeah, out. Yeah, no, no should But, they. Greg, would you say that is about the information we're playing with? I think so. I think you sort of summarized it pretty well, at least broadly. That being said, what do you love about this movie? What did I love about this movie? I, I'm not sure if I... Uh, capital L loved it. Um, but it was... I really like stories, and I think this director is very good at them, about obsession and emotional repression and like having a lot of trouble admitting how you actually feel and kind of those sorts of things leading to horrible unspeakable tragedies i think that's this guy's stock in trade and it was interesting to see suddenly admitting how you feel yeah yeah and relationships that usually have a stock like way like uh but uh Warring faction versus warring faction, yeah. or in some of those other films, and that's what what are the kind of different ways you can feel to those people that are conflicting. What but uh, what, what kind of like revelatory scenes were there where they? I don't. Well, maybe suddenly realizing was the incorrect way. It was almost like a slow burn of friendship between our four sort of main dudes, and there was always this kind of like push and pull. Uh, between like how close can we be how much do we like each other there's that one scene I remember where one of the South Koreans actually says to our guy who loves sweets our North Korean who loves sweets just come to the South we have choco pies for days and it like the whole tenor of the room changes and it's like this constant sort of push and pull how close can we go how far can we go yeah. and, and you it, kind of you is it when uh, the guy spits yeah the moon pie yeah 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 describe that scene What's that? Yeah, describe that scene. Because uh, a South Korean guy, or the South Korean guy goes like, what do you love about the South? Ah, fuck, I don't remember. Well, yeah, in a previous... But it's a very powerful scene. Yeah. Yeah, in a previous scene, he, he's asking, what do you love so much about American stuff? Yeah, and it's actor Song Kang-ho who's eating the moon pie and says, the moon pies are great. Mm-hmm. And he's great in everything that he's in. He's in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. he's, what, the Chris Tucker? Korean, no, Korean Robert De Niro. Korean Robert De Niro. I thought I recognized him, yeah. And he uh, spits out the cake and it sounds like, or at, he's eating the cake, he says, oh, chocolate pies. And that's when the South Korean takes it to be like, hey, why don't you come to our side? But you could tell there's something. He's not saying it, honestly, he's saying it because of what his, he and his friend had discussed, which is... Maybe are these guys just trying to lure us in and, mm-hmm. and trick us? And then you kind of pick up on that, and then the guy eating the moon pie spits it out, and everything gets really tense. Mm-hmm. But then he kind of is fucking around, but not. Yeah. But it just it goes to show how everything in that moment, then that relationship can't help but be tense. Mm-hmm. And they they don't have to make these decisions, these harsh decisions against each other that. They know that they do have to make it. They would have to make, given the situation. Yeah. But I did find... I want to talk bigly about the fact that there are those two different stories for shaking his head that I couldn't help but shake my head at, at that as well. I'm nodding my head but vigorously. <laughs> he really likes it. Yeah. Um, there is that story, which is, you know, this relationship between two warring factions. Versus, and then there's the story of the female investigator who's yep. investigating them. I found the the soldier story to be really 
great. I wanted that to be a whole movie. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it felt so disjointed, like three distinct parts yeah. that I didn't really like when we went back to it. It did really seem like at the like within the first ten minutes of the movie that we were gonna follow the story of the uh, female investigator of whom we don't know her name because we We don't know anyone's name. Yeah. It's true. And I do wanna we're not just saying female investigator because it's odd for investigators to be female. It does she sound gross to say the word female the words female yeah. investigator though. But she did have her partner and we don't wanna we want to forget him, but we don't Oh the the, the guy oh man. What a I, performance that guy Yeah, he did one of the few English speaking performances yeah. and really blows it. Yeah, really. He, he made it so I'm sure any Korean watching the movie who knows some English thought, oh, I don't know English when they heard him talk. Yeah. Uh, I bet for real, though, this female investigator, she's like a real big part of the first act of the movie, and then she just like disappeared, dude. And we're like, where is she at? And suddenly she comes up in the cut and starts prosecuting motherfuckers. <laughs> We're going to put some music over that part. And if we don't, then we're going to she's, so. she's She's responsible for at least six months of jail time. But I didn't really <laughs> care too much for her story because any kind of like motivation you have for wanting to see her succeed comes so much later. Yeah. After it comes from her father was a North Korean defector mm-hmm. and couldn't choose a side. Which is, and Greg, we've seen, like, we've watched, we've watched, like, I don't know, four different Korean movies Yeah. so far, and none of them have been featuring a strong female protagonist or yeah. a strong female anything. Yeah. It's, it's always, like, a mother of a dude who mm-hmm. gets in trouble. And, and what's up? Or like a bad up, wife. It's always defend a, yourself. Defend my, I didn't make wife. this. I'm not. I'm not the vanguard of the Korean film industry. I haven't made any Korean films. Then you could never. But you've dreamed. Ways, you but you've really dreamed could. some. Maybe I've been. I've had some dreams that feel like Korean films. And later in the After Dark, I, we should uh, remind me to bring up, Greg, your dream Korean movie. Yeah, but sure. I want to yeah. get to like. As far as this being a strong female lead, she wasn't. And I think that's what's kind of bothersome is when you see the the ball seemingly thrown mm-hmm. to a female the lead. Ball but it's not really it's not a good throw. Seemingly thrown to a strong female lead. But she's not it's not a good throw. You you basically have just a female main character who isn't really doing much. She's not serving anything yeah. other than just these men's story. So it just kind of feels... So that clutch... The, the scene that should be her clutch scene, and I'm having a little trouble remembering exactly what motivated what. Well, you were shooting a big heroin show. during that part. Yeah, I have trouble remembering because I was getting high on heroin. Yeah. So if you can fill me in, that would be great. The scene in the uh, at the end where they finally... They, the truth finally comes out, and the two the two dudes, like... Their faces tense up, and one of them starts crying, and she was grilling them, and then our North Korean guy gets up and, like, attacks him, basically. Oh, yes. And I felt like she was trying to say she made that happen. She finally won. But I couldn't... 
No, she she did have some kind of moments where, yeah, I know what you're talking about. She has kind of like, she knows beyond anybody else that there's something deeper to this mm-hmm. case. So it's, it's almost there. Mm-hmm. She is powerful in that she seems like, I think if she was Jody, and I don't know if it's a cultural thing for me, like my fault. If she was Jodie Foster. What, and That's this, already a cultural thing for you. All, yeah. Would I then just see her as strong without much given to her? Or yeah. am I seeing things through, you know, a glass clearly where it's, oh, you know, you're not giving me all the information because I'm not unloading all this pre-information of, right. oh, I know that's I not know just, this, yeah. I know she should be a hero, so I'm just going to, any small victory other than actual character development. That's an interesting question. I wonder if she, do, you, do either of you know if she, that woman famous in South Korea? Is she like the Jodie Foster of the Korean film industry? I'm not sure. I think sure, if I, I went I... to South Korea, I might be able to be the Jodie Foster of South Korea. You might be able to? Yeah. What me, kind of movies would you start in? Give me four months. Yeah, I'll give you four. Yep. Uh, Taxi Driver? Uh-huh. You just uh, name Jodie Foster movies. Panic Room? Contact? No. Uh, just Young Jodie Foster. Uh, Bad uh, News Bears? Yeah. Bad News Bears? I don't know if she was. Maybe she was in the sequel. But the basic like question really being, was she a strong character? Did she just have the simplest cues to be? Because she wasn't developed at the very least. Maybe she was a strong character, but not developed. Yeah. And she arguably really needed to be, or she needed to she be was a pretty much, much lesser like a, piece of the film. She was like a Chun-Li. She just like comes in and she's like, all right, I'm going to take over this investigation. Chun-Li of the movie Street Fighter with Jean-Claude Van Damme. I think had more apparent motivation and depth than this character. I liked her up. T- I liked this character up top. I I'm a sucker for like legal thrillers and the minutia of uh, you know investigatory drama and shit like that. So I might be biased, but when she was doing all that stuff of like, all I have are these depositions and no one's willing to talk to me. Just tell me the truth. I was like, yeah, I like this shit. Can I ask you with her? I kind of felt like I love this type of scene. Mm-hmm. See her at the beginning of the movie kicking ass in some way. Mm-hmm. Like, could we have used that? Because it, that always... I'm Wait, going so you to thought it. that she was going to be kicking ass, like, from the bat? Do you mean physically kicking it? Like, no, she, no, she just, mentally kicked just, ass. Yeah, yeah I, she I think, did. I think so. She definitely was like... She did. I guess, guess Load I this gun. Fall. Load this gun, fall. Yeah. I guess it just didn't yeah, feel... Yeah. Uh, her reasoning didn't feel developed is more yeah. of what it was for me. She definitely There was a scene it. that I didn't comprehend at all that that explained like why did that, that scene take place the from JSA minute zero to minute ninety three? No, it explained why the JSA uh, recruited her. Um but I guess none oh, of you it was the only it was for that it was because she was Korean. A new just the fact that she was Korean and for that case, for the like, specific case for that case specifically, North, I'm sure she's. I mean, she's obviously smart. She deserves to be an investigator, but I think we could have used earlier her motivation instead of the last twenty minutes. She's like a really good Like, oh, you're just like. Uh, but what? So so. Sides. What's the motivator of fucking? What's the motivator of Why am I trying to be so contrary right now to like make this podcast that long? And you know what the reason why that con- that 
question wouldn't matter no matter what movie because no, we're not no, you talking said about that movie. You said can't. <laughs> Edit that out. Hurry, sound engineer, who we don't have, but we're not talking about that movie. So I don't think you could not criticize a movie because well, what about the movie Avatar that didn't have this or whatever? What the fuck are you talking about? I was I was talking about the same movie. All right, edit this part out too. No. Well, I want to. I think it brings up an interest, uh, maybe an interesting debate I was having with a film-minded friend of mine about uh, whether so when we have at us. Fair. Uh, yeah, as this dude named Josiah, I'll call him out. Uh, at Josiah. At Josiah. <laughs> um, we were talking about whether heroes. In stories like this, need that extra bit of like he backstory or like explicit character motivation. And we were talking about uh, Zero Dark Thirty versus Homeland, and he likes Zero Dark Thirty a lot because all she was was a person who was trying to get the job done. We didn't know anything about her personal life, and I thought that that is why I didn't like that movie, and that's why I preferred Homeland where she wants to get the job done, but we know exactly why and we know exactly what's going on in her life. Uh, I think the problem there is the obvious one's a movie and one's a television show, so you have to treat them differently. I think the other thing is that was wrong with this movie is like a Jack Reacher, but Jack Reacher isn't really much different. He has got to stop naming more shit that I haven't seen, man. But there's no way that I'm gonna jump in this conversation now. It's basically. Sorry. Yeah, I'm I thought sorry, you were hanging out in the cut. Yeah, you're in. You're so, you said you. I was almost the there until you said Jack Reacher, man. Just don't say Jack Reacher next time. All right. Uh, how about Escape from New York? What? Okay. You never. Ooh, that's a good movie. I'm just gonna finish the Jack. Jack Reacher. <laughs> he has you know stuff about his past, but whatever. You just know he's a badass dude, and he just yeah. passed through his mission. But in no way, in no part, do we cut away to something more interesting than what he's doing emotionally yeah, yeah. and yeah. You know, in any other way. And Halfway through Jack happened. Reacher, we don't suddenly see Werner Herzog's character, like a 50-minute... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with him and his dudes yeah. and seeing why his dudes want to work for him. Mm-hmm. Um, because the that nature was the of moon pies is to curb <laughs> the absurdity. All know. right, before I lose this, uh, I would say that... Thank you so much. <laughs> Claire Danes is in Homeland, and Claire yeah. Danes is in... Jessica Chastain. Jessica Chastain is Zero Dark Thirty. Jessica Chastain and Claire Danes? Claire Danes is Homeland. Homeland? Jessica Chastain Zero Dark Thirty? I thought she was they're, five foot seven. Same. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, that's stupid. <laughs> but in Zero Dark Thirty, you get why she's doing it, but in uh, Homeland... You don't get why she's doing it. <laughs> Fred, have you seen... Have you seen <laughs> no, either? No, no, no. Have you even <laughs> me, seen either? Let me finish my series. Let, let yeah, me do my series right. thing. <laughs> uh, in Homeland... Oh, fuck! I lost it. God damn it. All right, well, you get... Think about it while we bring up this time. Oh, okay. And, oh, and, uh, got it. And, uh, she's playing a character in... Was it Zero Dark Thirty? Chest, are you talking about Jessica Chastain? Yeah. Yes. So she's like, really like, you understand why she's doing it. But in Homeland, she's a representation of what the laws are. How do you mean? I don't I think was really hoping them. that I really don't think he's I really seen them. <laughs> I actually know for a fact he's never seen Homeland. I was pretty sure, yeah. Fred's was, never seen Homeland. I was Homeland. hoping that was going to sound profound after I said <laughs> that. At all. I don't, and I don't it's think honest to something. Honest to goodness. 
He hasn't seen Zero Dark Thirty, but I uh, think that also I don't know what Jessica Chastain. She's five foot seven. Is a oh she's she's a uh, an actor. She's a redheaded <laughs> actor. People uh, like her a lot. She's critically acclaimed. And then Claire Downs is. So Fred basically uh, hasn't seen either, but I think even the point he's making comes down to more of a television versus movie point. I bet it is, yeah. No, it wasn't. No, but it really is. If you were saying... I would scream more gibberish if it wasn't. (laughs) If it was. But it is, like, in a movie you could just portray maybe the law and get away with that. In a show, you're going to naturally start to bleed into different areas. Just because you got 13 hours to film instead of two. But I want to say, kind of to wrap up the beginning part, what I liked and disliked concisely in one package, and then if I would recommend taking the time to see this movie, even if, uh, well, I'll explain that part next, but edit this out. But we have... uh, You're telling yourself to do. I really liked um, the middle part between the soldiers. It was just a really... It was cute. Yeah, it was was cute. It was a cute story of these four guys forming a bond together. I think it could have even been a story about just four grown men who aren't in the army bonding in that way. really close to kissing each other. And and that would be an interesting story because I don't think we've never seen a story like that. Like, oh, here's four guys who have separate lives just having a friendship the way that they do. Mm -hmm. Um, So please watch the movie if you haven't to see that relationship. That way you can kind of see what I'm talking about. What I didn't like is the bookends because mm-hmm. I think the, the when you're first watching the investigation unfold, it's interesting. But then, yeah, once it goes back to the investigation, Let it me pitch. Can I, can I pitch an alternate cut of this film and you just tell me if this sounds like it might improve that uh, criticism of it? Absolutely what? not. Okay, Fred said... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, okay. No, I appreciate <laughs> the, the candor. No, pitch it. Pitch I want to know my limits and my boundaries. Um... What if there's a version of this film that rather than like 20 minutes investigation, 50 minutes, the, the soldiers, 20 minutes investigation, what if we're constantly cross-cutting? I Do you think, think that's better? I thought that was what happened, though. I thought this movie was just like jumping back and forth between like different time period in the first I section it was it is, and then in the, uh, in the middle. Did that, did that happen? Really? Because I thought I was being a fucking idiot when I... When oh, no, like, it in was, the second half of the movie, they stopped. It was, but they then stopped they stopped. Being, it goes like, just they did one stop for a while. Yeah, they, in the middle they just stay in the the old Cut. timeline. This, this, how did yeah, you guys really pick up on that so easily? And I it was just, oh, I've, I've been drinking. Yeah, I've been drinking. I've been drinking. Um, but I think I I don't know if it would be as powerful. I think yeah. it would be a fine movie, but mm-hmm. I think that is. Kind of the American way of doing that. And I think what we've learned watching these Korean movies week after week, we talked about this last podcast, and I think watching a classic movie reinforces this in a way. What was the movie last podcast? It was New Trial. Oh, I got to see that. Really good. Yeah, I got to see that. That was great. Uh, Listen to the podcast. Uh, We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) He won't listen to this Well, be on this podcast. uh, Huh? Be on this podcast. Uh, I'll consider it. (laughs) But I think they don't sit in one... They don't be, uh, like have a genre rule. Like, okay, it's a yeah. crime genre, so we have That's to exactly do this. Right. They do, okay, it's a movie, and this part needs to be a crime mm-hmm. part to 
tell the story it needs to be, and then it needs to go into this. And suddenly it's going to be a racing scene. Yeah. Yeah, like this could have ended in an action scene or something. It'll be a romance Korean pop music video. Did you guys see Fabricated City? Yeah. That movie was... Was, totally. I hated unpleasant. it. Let's oh, you save, hated it? Let's save <laughs> that for the After Dark. Gotcha, sorry. Because yeah. I, re- I would really love to. Um, but for that reason, I would say this you, um, This isn't the place you need to start for this director's movie. No, it isn't. It's uh, kind of an outlier, I would say. And Snowpiercer, he was a producer on it. So you that's it why I had gotcha. it. Uh, I did. But you don't really have to try that hard to defend yourself because you're wrong. <laughs> well, people will really listen to this for information. And being wrong doesn't oh, they matter. Should, they so. need to go elsewhere. <laughs> do they really listen to this, or do they kind of listen So, I think there's a lot of it's movies. In the a lot of classic Korean movies. Classic meaning the last, you know, 17 years, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that you should watch before this. Um, how about, Fred, uh, your thoughts on it, and we'll go to our guest. It was a really good movie. <laughs> Alright, anything else you want to... Oh, yeah, the, I'm sorry, I was going to explain this. Yeah, explain because I've only been on the show for four, four episodes. Four Since years. The beginning. Yeah. This is our fourth year. Um, but the the way I like to so review what? these is not, hey, would you review this well as a Korean movie? It's like, just out of movies. When we go see a movie in a the theater, oh, really? okay. I like to ask the person, given that most people only can see maximum one movie a week, given what's out in the theaters, would you tell them to see this movie? But in this case, you know, that's kind of broader. So. If you have two hours to uh, kill um, and you're interested in Korean cinema, then definitely give this a two-hour click. <laughs> two-hour two click. click, yeah. You know the old saying. How about you, Greg? Give, me, uh, give us your thoughts, what you like, didn't like in a concise way, and then um, I your think... overall suggestion. And so then if... uh, give your signature... Sign out. I will, yeah. And then please put your penis back in your jeans. (laughs) I will not do that. Uh, But I will try and sort of summarize how I felt. So in the context of just being a movie, a thing one can do with one's free time, if they have one a week, I don't 100% think I can recommend it. But I do think, and I'm going to break your dang rules, I think contextually, as it relates to Korean cinema as a whole, as it relates to Park Chan-wook, Kind of as it relates to um, representing this kind of interesting clash between the two Koreas. I, I'm not sure if there has really been any other, have been really any other movies besides this or before this that have shown it so interestingly. So within that specific context, I think it's an interesting historical document. But just as like a night out at the movies, I think there are better ones to watch. Uh, like... Um, or rentals. In this case, it would really be rental or sure. you know, what's on Prime. Sure. For this director, you should watch Old Boy first, and then I love The Handmaiden. I love Lady Vengeance. Hot boy, hot boy, bye, bye, bye. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that was a great. Stick around for the After Dark, where we're just gonna chat in general, maybe about some of the other Korean movies that we've all seen. Um, so I'm Joe Cabello. You can find my stuff at joecabello.com. Fred, anything you want to plug? Yeah. All right. And Greg, anything you want to plug? Any website or Yeah, sure. Like Check out uh, www.mudvillecomedy.com. For Very some, funny stuff. Thank you so much for some silly musical comedy. You can follow me on Twitter at smithlgreg.
All right, thank you. Stick around for the After Dark, and thank you so much for listening. Shut up and sit down. Thank you so much for listening to the Korean Movie Review Podcast. We will be back the first week of April to review The Prison, uh, directed by Na Hyun. And that should be an awesome movie. I'm very excited for that. If you want to contact us, ask us any questions, or give us feedback on the show, email us at kmr at jokabeo.com. And if you want to support the show, uh, you could go to patreon.com slash jokabeo. Once again, thank you for listening. We want to hear from you. Uh, We do this if you enjoy it, and because we have a lot of fun doing it. See you next time.